And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a producer and podcaster and the Smee to Peter Madrigal's Captain Hook. It's Rob Schulte. And she's a writer and showrunner who doesn't watch horror movies. Instead, she just visits her handsome nephew and beautiful girlfriend and then looks in the mirror. It's Robin Shore. Tone Zone is back from Hawaii where he met Minnie Mouse. And now let's just say things are a bit tense in the Saxton household. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, do you wait to put your pants again? Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little cranberry banana breads. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular holiday-esque carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Jay Melville. Yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff. We recently had bonus episodes with Jenna Kim Jones, with Renee Colvert. I right now have two bonus episodes in the can, both of which initially were intended possibly to go in the main feed, and I decided, nope. This will get me in trouble if I release it. I have got to put it uh, behind the paywall. One of them is a little juicy, and then one of them's just features my children. So, but it's also but that one was smooth. Oh yeah, you were there for that one. Wasn't that one so good? It's a real. So it's like not at all total chaos chaotic not at all challenging in exactly any way as planned yes it yeah. was yep. the part where i decided i was gonna do how dare you where i ask nosy occasionally adult questions of the guests <laughs> i was just gonna ask them of myself mm-hmm. with owen present that didn't get in the <laughs> owen didn't get in the way at all <laughs> daniel i mean i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Anyway, uh, I would like to say hello. Oh, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Do an annual subscription. Get two months free. I'd like to say hello That's a good deal. to my guest, Ren... <laughs> nice work. I mean, I did just hear her voice, but Robin is what I meant to say. That was Renee's voice. Robin Shore. Hello. Welcome back. I've missed you. It feels like it's I've been too, too long. Agree, agree. Agree. Okay. And I know that you have all sorts of stuff to get into because you have been traipsing around these 50 states. It's over. And we got to get into that. Rob Schulte. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, this is exciting. Very thrilled to be back. It's exciting to have you back. You live a little bit far away, so I feel like you like, it's like you've you've come into town for the occasion. I really have, but to be fair. I make a day of it. Oh. I mean, I love that. I, I got some barbecue with a friend. Mm-hmm. I bought some pants. I tested this out on Daniel <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah. And it worked then. It's working now. Uh, I'm very thrilled to be here. So. You tested what? The pants? The Well, the just the, the, the full day phrase, of it. the day. Did, oh. it, did it ring well? Pants, I, barbecue? Yeah, barbecue and pants. I yeah. love that you workshopped that. What exactly. were the, Daniel, what were the other, uh, hi Daniel. Hi. What were the other options? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Of what Rob could have told us he did today. Oh, we didn't workshop it in that sense. He okay. was just like running it by me to see if it was gold yeah. and it was. <laughs> Thank God. And then we just uh, diverged into our thoughts on reality television. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's hard to stay away uh, from that. 
Daniel, mm. I really enjoyed the intro. I know that you <laughs> don't this, have to. No, I'm not. I know it's that it's like this, you've made it clear on and off air mm-hmm. that you would rather do anything yeah, than my, have to do. My doctor offered to give me a colonoscopy mm. <laughs> and uh, just for fun. Tell them the truth. About my colonoscopy? Yeah, about about how you're not going to do a colonoscopy. And oh, they have this new thing now where it's like a home. You got to send in your poo. And <laughs> Wait, then, what? Which yes. I'm. I think I've seen a commercial yeah. for that. Yes, but they can they can <laughs> they can test like the <laughs> DNA poo with so many O's. You're yeah. like send in your poo, 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 and uh, and they can figure out from that whether or not you need a colonoscopy. You love to hear it. Um, I don't know <laughs> about do. that. I don't, don't love you? it as a. As right. a I don't love it. I think it's uh, crappy. <laughs> so here's hey. nice one. Wait, the writers not, in the house. Do you not love it <laughs> for my cynical reason too? Which is like it's the insurance companies. Just wait, but that the sending in your pair has got to be expensive too. I don't know that it's a cost thing. It's uh, who knows? Maybe it is. But the uh, for me, it's like here's your option. You can either. Take a day off mm-hmm. for the colonoscopy. You gotta like go in. You know they drug you up. You go under. They do the thing. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to that. Well, and then you sort of come out of the haze, or you just put some poo in the mail. <laughs> and uh, now the difference is with the colonoscopy, you have to do that every ten years, whereas this thing you do every three. No. So. Oh my god. No. And you have to now tip your mail carrier yeah. even more during the holidays because <laughs> they've handled your poo. They said, I send poo all the time anyway. This oh, is just, well. you know, it's very little extra effort. Do you have to mark anything special on the outside of the package? <laughs> Yeah, there's a, a like a poo emoji that you put on it. <laughs> Hazardous waste poo emoji. I was at the vet, <laughs> I don't know. and I watched a woman pull out like a little tube of something, and mm. I was like, no, no, no. And she's like, here's my cat's fecal sample. I was like, oh. Mm. And I I almost threw up from that. So I, I feel like if it's in the mail, it should be really like double bagged. Yeah, they give you a whole kit. I'm sure it's pretty well sealed. It's not like just you're not just scooping it into an envelope, you know, and then licking the envelope and then sending it through. Has the mail. anybody <laughs> ever fully barfed on a podcast live? I <laughs> know, but I did not because this I to come up. have a really bad gag reflex. Okay, well, I am um, happy to change the subject. I no, I feel bad, but no, like okay. I'm so queasy when people talk about poo. I know. Mm. I, know. I think that I've I become. Uh, so I, it was all this because you would rather do that than read our really great intros <laughs> you'd rather do that we can say we can talk about it i'm sorry i just oh, think no, when no, i, I pick, don't want to make you throw up I, no, i've I been so do. on the hurt. i threw up like three times when we were away Here, my I'll, throw up reflex sorry no it's no, okay no, oh my god to get cut this what if, i'm no, so what sorry if, and what if i begin pooing uncontrollably when someone talks about all right vomit? let's not talk about either of those things <laughs> i'll just say this Oh my god, that would make me feel so much better. Like, that would make me like, feel like aligned. I would have an ally. It's like, it's like codependent. Thank you. You just uh, solved vomit. it. Now I now I won't get grossed out when people talk about it because I'll think about Allison pooing. This is perfect. Well, I barf. Yeah. Um, it's great having a dog and then kids has made me less right. 
totally. I don't yeah. like poo yes. isn't as I know. gross as it once was. And but it's th- hilarious too. Let's be honest. It's hilarious. It's pretty funny. I need, there's so much I, I got to <laughs> get into. But so anyway, my point with all of that, before we nearly pushed Robin's <laughs> reflex, was you would rather do anything than write intros. You've made that very clear. But your intros have been kicking ass lately. Mm-hmm. So really good. good. Yes, very true. Robin really oh, enjoyed well, Smee, nice. and I did too. So I was not expecting Smee. Smee's been on my mind lately. I, <laughs> I did why. take a bit of umbrage to that. But... <laughs> oh, do you feel like you're the hook to his Smee? Well, if anything, I'm the boo box guy. But <laughs> That's as deep as I go in the, in the characters <laughs> from Peter Pan. I, I just feel like sidekick. Yeah, that's oh, who... totally. I and, mean... I get it. Yeah. I get it. You're not Shmi-like in any other way. I, I'm not saying... Maybe when got... I'm sweeping those bottles <laughs> at the end of the... And who doesn't love Shmi? He's, he's the, you know... I just had an apostrophe. That's my favorite line from that movie. <laughs> exactly. And you so. referenced um, my gorgeous nephew and his gorgeous girlfriend. Yeah, I know that was... And so... that's exciting to me. I'm <laughs> yeah. so proud of how gorgeous they are. <laughs> Good for them, you know? Time hasn't ravaged them like I some played of us. it for their parents. I played the podcast. Oh. Yeah. I bet they loved that. They did. <laughs> uh, hello, Tony Thaxon. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. You were away on a brief vacation that I enjoyed looking at pictures yes. of on Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Literally, when we after we recorded last Monday, I went home, edited the episode, went to bed pretty much shortly after that, and then we got up early, flew to Hawaii, and then I got back at five o'clock this morning. Crazy. <laughs> how are you feeling? Are you really, really tired? And also, how many minutes are we into this? Because I forgot again to turn on my thing. Uh, we are nine and a half minutes. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I'm I'm tired. I came home and slept a little bit, but uh, I also just don't i'm a terrible sleeper to begin with mm-hmm. and then take me away from home and i'm even worse and i just i slept like garbage we had a great time but i slept <laughs> like garbage every night and, what about uh, flo oh she can sleep anywhere and it, it's infuriating <laughs> does she sleep on a plane yeah, yeah. For her. and i cannot Soft like i hair flow yeah i i almost had a meltdown on the flight back this morning because my the seat was so uncomfortable to me and the shoulder my shoulder was killing me i was the most tired i I hadn't been that tired in a long time. And when you're so tired and you know you're not going to sleep where you are and you know that you're not going to be able to for several hours Uh still and you're just stuck in that chair uncomfortable. And now you're here. (laughs) Now we're 16 hours of no sleep later. Well, no, I did. I slept. We slept a couple hours and got home. But yeah, but no, near near meltdown on the flight. No, I understand. Uh, I cannot. I really dislike being physically uncomfortable as well. And certain airplane seats are just like, yeah, tough. Mm -hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And I I recently flew back to Kansas to Tony. uh, My college punk band did a reunion show. Nice. I I figured we could bond over that for a Mm. moment. Nice. Nice. And, uh, also, there's never a bad time to rock and roll, man. <laughs> Very true. And not all planes, even from the same brand of plane, are created equal. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. very much was uncomfortable on the way there, but much more comfortable on the way home. I don't know what was going on. You got to look at Seat Guru and you <sighs> find your seat map and <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. Allison is like a pro with this. But, seat you know, map. I don't like, always get it right. Occasionally there's an electrical box like underneath where your feet would go. You learn about airline seats the way I had to learn about like diamonds when shopping for the, the wedding ring. ring. Yeah. yeah. You just <laughs> become an expert. But only for like 
four months. And then you ask me anything. I don't know four C's, but that's all I know, you know, and then, yeah. And it stops mattering. Um, but airplane seat knowledge will always matter. (laughs) They've just gotten so awful though. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, American used to have like their business first class section and then everything else. Mm -hmm. And now they have that. It's basically the business section. And then what used to be normal Mm-hmm. And then extra cramped, <laughs> but they call the extra cramped mm-hmm. normal, uh-huh. which they yep. shouldn't. They right. should say like extra, sh- extra bad. Yeah, <laughs> all Business. airlines should just change their slogan to, "Yeah, this sucks. What else are you gonna do?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So true. <laughs> Go ahead and hitchhike. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say business in the front, not a party in the back. No, no. not at all. No. Rob, you were in a band. I didn't know this. Did everyone yeah, know? What this? was the name of this what band did you play? in Kansas? Uh, well, we were a band called the Wolves, and it was <laughs> band. But is the such Wolves, a... not the Wolves. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> That's the punk. Yeah. It, well, the the thing is, is that I say band loosely because we didn't play any instruments. We were kind of oh. like the Beastie Boys. Um, I think the best thing anyone could say about it is. That we weren't good, but if you wanted to raise the energy of your local show 10%, mm-hmm. you put us on the bill. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and, that sounds very punk and, and, and it's it like was, Flipper. We suffered for our art. Now it's your turn. Exactly. And, you know, the thing is, is that like there was a point in time when we were making music where it was fun and experimental and just very digital and like, you know, yelly and screamy and stuff. Uh, one of our favorite bands is called the Blood Brothers. I don't know if, if yeah. maybe some of your listeners. I'm, I'm friends with Cody from. Oh, yeah. okay. I want, I love you know Burn mm-hmm. Piano Island. Burn yeah. was like a very instrumental album. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> but like then there was like this era in college where we were probably partying a little too much, and we kind of got like Judd Apatow humory about us, and I was just kind of like we're just doing hats on hats and mm. we should have just gotten back to our roots. And so, which we, was more like what kind of movie like John Hughes? Yeah, Probably a little bit more uh, avant-garde, like the big shave or something. Oh, I don't um, know that one. I think that was Scorsese's short film in college. Um, but we decided to do all new songs for this reunion show. So my buddy and I spent two months, he does a lot of the sequencing and then we would just meet over, like discord and zoom and say like, how do we, cause it was more of a performance than it would be like actually playing mm-hmm. songs. And, um, it was, it was a blast. We had a lot of fun. We played this place called the replay lounge. It was their 30th anniversary. And they, here's the thing. I'm sure Tony, you know, this as well. Like a lot of times when you're up and coming, like venues will treat you poorly and mm-hmm. maybe it's hard to get money. And especially when you're a local band, like you're really just like, here's three pitchers of beer. Aren't you, don't you love playing music? <laughs> and I don't drink anymore. And so I was just like, I love that they're offering this to me. And then they said, we'll help you fly out. And oh, I was like, oh, wow. nice. No local yeah. venue has ever offered anything yeah. like that. I'll do it. And then I just told my buddy, since it's two of us, I was like, anything that we get on top of this is yours. He's got a family and two kids, you know, like. Oh, that's so nice. Just, and it's not even like me being, you know, whatever, I did such a great thing, but it was like such a good experience and so fun to go back and revisit it with like new stuff, stuff that I felt was fun. But of course we got there and they'd be like, we didn't think anyone remembered anything we'd ever done. And like anyone we ran into in the small college town was like, are you going to play? 
dump trucks? Are you going to play, you know, this other song? And we're like, no, but I guess now we kind of have to. <laughs> it's all fun. Yeah. yeah awesome. And, and uh, you know, I had a blast, but as I told, you know, my partner afterwards, I texted her uh, right before I got on the flight to come home. And I was like, I think I'm done. I yeah. think we don't need to do that again. Mm, like, yeah. it, was, it was good to come back 10 years later and do this, but I'm done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and it was I, always the two of you? Yeah. I mean, occasionally we had like someone sit in and play like live drums or a uh, live keyboard or something like that. Mm. But it was generally, it, w- it was conceived by the two of us and we just did that. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah. I have to ask you a question and I don't mean to put you on the spot. Sure. However, I have noticed lately that a lot of people refer to their significant other as their partner. Uh huh. And oftentimes when someone says my, and this shows how Well, fucking- we're also lawyers. So. <laughs> <laughs> this shows how old I am. Uh-huh. That usually when someone says my partner, I think, is that a same sex partner? Sure. Yeah. Um, But nine times out of 10, when they say that, it's not actually. So when did, like Robin, do you refer to Sam as your partner? Not really. I when call, did, like I how, call. how long have you been using partner to explain it to me? To be fair. Yeah, I want to know too. To be fair, I go back and forth. Okay. You know. And uh, this is your, this is your someone you've been with for 10, 10, 10 say, years or so. Yeah. yeah. She, she, we refer to her on podcast as Mrs. Columbo. Um, <laughs> Cute. Just to keep it secret. Uh-huh. Um, and her and I met in college, you know, we broke up shortly afterwards, moved away, got back together when I moved to New York and we've been together ever since. So like that combined time has been over 10 mm-hmm. years and, mm-hmm. you know, for a while I was girlfriend, significant other, like my favorite Limp Bizkit album. And then. <laughs> Is that really a li- How did I miss that? Whoa. That wow. highlight on their discography. Because <laughs> you're more into. Uh, $3 bill, y'all? Yeah. You know what's the terrible? I started to say it. <laughs> Chocolate starfish? And the hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, at this point. That's the proper reaction. Exactly. <laughs> uh, dark time. That's how I sound when Daniel <laughs> says dequants on the snappy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. uh, it's so, you know, it. Will you will you cut Daniel's like make a drop of Daniel's grunt? Because I feel like there's a lot of grunt played. It's about to grunt happen. work. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so good. Great. This is great. Sorry, All Rob. gold. No. <laughs> By the way, my grunt work is now covered under the new SAG agreement. Wow. Yeah. Very exciting. So you Very you owe exciting. me more. Else. I'll be making some AI grunts. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so you know. When I'm in a more formal setting like this podcast, mm-hmm. I generally will say partner, but it's also just to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. But obviously that has done the direct opposite of that plan. No, it, I, I feel like normally it does, <laughs> but I just, because I had been, it had been on my mind sure, sure. lately. Um, and thank you for classing it up well, when you're on this podcast. That's generally yeah. what I do yeah. on every formal, podcast. Formal yeah. podcast, like a up. formal setting. Right. But I will have to say, I need to say an extreme thank you to her because our dog, Elvis, recently went through surgery. Oh, yeah. And she is at home watching him, and he is in very much wine mode. And mm. that is not like wine mom in a whiny, yelly mode because he doesn't get to do whatever he wants. So thank you for watching it. <laughs> thank you, Mrs. Columbo partner. That's right. Yes. Yes. Thank Ro- you. Robin. Yes, Allison. You went on a trip mm-hmm. that you need to fill us in on. The yes. yoga retreat? Yes, please. Yeah, there's been a, I think yoga we're retreat. done traveling for this year. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be. It's too much. Yeah, you now, is you that, went to Nantucket. Is that the yeah. Royal No, Nantucket's great. 
Um, but <laughs> I, 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 we had to go to like Chicago and then we just got back from a trip to New York, which was a bummer and fun, but a bummer. <laughs> and so, yeah, the yoga retreat was right before we went to New York. Uh, it was cuckoo for Coco. It was crazy. What? Where was it? Tell us it everything. Was... I've never been on a yoga retreat. Okay, I've only been to one yoga class. I've been on so many yoga retreats starting <laughs> from like the time I graduated from college. I wanted to travel and like do yoga. And I got really into yoga when I lived in New York City. And I would go to yoga retreats all the time because I didn't want to travel by myself. And so I did them for years. And like truly up until right before I got together with Sam. What what exactly is a yoga? In my mind, I'm imagining like uh, a hilltop, some nice views, uh, r- maybe a room with uh, big open uh, window doors. Yeah, all and, of that. Oh, see, you're picturing like the like a little resort you go TV to. version of a yoga retreat. Yeah, like something where you basically uh, like go White Lotus, maybe. Yeah, a little bit or Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just basically a place where you go, like Esalen. Esalen? Yeah. Yeah. Esalen. Uh, Erewhon. Esalen and Erewhon. Exactly I bet like they Erewhon. serve Erewhon at Esalen. Yeah. Is Erewhon a cult? Well, yeah, there's the new, uh, there's a big new article on. Is, it, is that what really? that is? In the New York Magazine. I need yeah. to read this. <laughs> the yesterday. New York Magazine. Also, elf. Uh, elf makeup. Uh, is it cult? Uh, yes, but. We, really? We can. We can. Also, is I that like you know, I have oh elf? God. I use elf. Hold on. We can, we can, well, here's the thing. I want to hear about Robin's trip, but I can inform you on their cult like tactics. Oh my god! I've got to hear that. Yeah. And also, Eyes you know that face. You know that Chinese like dance troupe that Shen Zhuan or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Shen Yun. Yeah. Shen Yun. Also a cult. Mm. Yeah, yes. I've heard right. that too. Also, they make beautiful the things. Okay. Right. Smarty, you trying to outsmart everybody over here? No, I was just making a joke. All right. So anyway, yoga <laughs> retreats. So basically, like I will say, the last time I traveled really far for a yoga retreat was probably like 2015. I went to Every time you say that, Whoa. you're almost saying yogurt retreat. I, I, okay. I've been hearing you can have a lot. I've been hearing it too. Frozen yogurt Sorry. retreat. Um, no apology necessary. Yogurt that was just a treat. It's because I'm, I'm blending the words mm, together. I'm not yeah. saying yoga retreat. I'm just but, fantasizing about a yogurt retreat. But though, this was oh my God. so, and I will say, You'll just play, as a, just as a, I don't know, and and we can talk about it more later, but just as a thing, I went to a yoga retreat in Belize, like in 2016, and I, I, I had, tr- I think Belize is not the best place to travel, mm. and we can talk more about it later. But like, I think it's not the best place to travel based on my experiences there. So if you're a young woman and you're listening to this podcast and you're at your yoga studio and it says yoga retreat in Belize, you say, you say that sounds like fun. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna wait till it's somewhere a little more familiar. This is such a specific scenario that you're warning them about. I love it. No, 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 it's good. This yoga retreat that I went on uh, two weeks ago in Sequoia National Park made me think about the last Mm. yoga retreat I went on in Belize. Was this like a corrective healing experience? I think so. So I love to go on retreats. But here's the thing. A lot of these yoga retreats have been for like serious yogis, at Mm. least in the New York phase. And they were not fancy at all Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. The one in Belize, not fancy. Um, not luxury really at all. Like the focus is really the yoga and like doing stuff mm-hmm. like yoga e, mm-hmm. <laughs> just twisting yourself into pretzels. Yeah, like three classes a day, just like re and you eat like crazy vegan and you're just like doing and uh-huh. farting. 
And you're, and like <laughs> I like used to, to go to this outside. place up in upstate New York called Ananda Ashram, and it's just like it's so serious, right? So oh. serious. And I, my friend Liz, for her birthday, asked me if I would do this yoga retreat with her in Sequoia National Park, and I said yes. And the thing is, there. There was so much booze. <laughs> oh, wow. That is so unexpected. So much booze. It, it said on like the informational thing, like, bring wine if you want. And I don't drink wine, so I didn't even pay attention. And then the first night, people were getting like, like, hey, how are you? Oh, my God. Like, one lady like crossed a boundary for me that was like crazy. And she, the, and and it was because she just was feeling loose as a goose. Mm-hmm. And then what, second what night, boundary? what was the boundary? She knows my very good friend's daughter. Oh, mm. and she just got a little too loose got and it. said something she shouldn't have. Oh. Yeah, a little too which much, which was a uh, bummer because I was like, oh, I just met you. Oh. Yeah, and you're yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh no, now I ha- I don't. I don't know. I'm not a mom, but I'm just like, I don't, I feel weird about people going too far about people's sure. kids. Yeah. And yeah. that was too far. So mm-hmm. that was like the first night of like Lucy Goosey. Right. And then second night, I got like more Lucy Goosey. And then by the third night, like I couldn't have had dinner fast enough to <laughs> get out because people, it was the kind of thing where it was felt like being in a strip club. I'm not kidding. Like people started just kind of like slinking up to you and dancing. Ugh. And I was, was there music like, playing? There was music playing. Somebody had a speaker. And I was like, oh my God, like I have, like this is my nightmare for a hundred reasons. But you know that drunk energy of like, get up and dance. Yeah, I hate it. And I had to leave. And so anyway, it was just a, a group of really interesting women. One of them stole my lunch. No. My lunch was stolen on the day we went into the national park. What? what? My lunch. <laughs> Are you sure was it wasn't Yogi Bear? Because I feel like it is. Yeah. Yogi Bear was nowhere to be found. Okay. I think we need like Did- a dun dun dun. <laughs> yes. Did you call her, her out on the lunch theft? We, oh, wait. Do you know who it was? I. I don't actually. Oh, okay. I, oh, I, I think I ultimately know who it was. But um, yeah, my lunch, there were 20 people, 21 people, and there were only 20 lunches. And I was the last one to go up and get a lunch. (sighs) Oh, I see. You see what I mean? Wait, sorry. Someone took two. This is a real, uh, didn't this happen in Squid Game? Hunger Game? (laughs) Oh my God. I've never, I don't, I've never seen it. Well, not, it just means you have to kill her now. I know, yeah. but huh? I was really hungry. I Wait, mean, my friend Liz split with me. Yeah. What, was the, the what was the lunch? Yeah. It was peanut butter and jelly and like hummus. And we were fine. It was totally fine. But it was like a little bit tough to be like hiking as much as yeah. we were. And then knowing like you have no lunch. What makes Question, was there also bread? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Was it just I'm just wondering just how spoons? extreme right. the situation That's messed up then, to steal someone's lunch, though. And then the other thing I want to say mm-hmm. is that I don't really connect very much with sound baths, and I think I might be slightly <laughs> um, sound-sensitive. I don't know. Like, I can get into... In fact, in those old, like, late 90s, early 2000s yoga retreats, no one did a sound bath. Mm-hmm. Like, this is new. Describe a Barlow over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they stress me out. Like, I can't get it. Can you describe it. what that is? It's like the there's a person with, like, three different bowls. Oh, it's so good. Really good. Oh, my God. This is coming out of your I mouth. I work in audio. That was yeah. great. That's so good. good. Yeah. Have and you seen it? They, like, have a bowl and, they like, a... They did it, they did it on just... SLC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. Anytime 
You do a sound yeah. bath. Yeah. It's those those. It's those bowls. It's usually not in a with jewelry like an store. Instrument oh, with yeah, a, yeah. And then what are you supposed to do? What's it supposed You're to do? You're supposed for to you, lay though? on the ground and like feel the frequency, whatever. There was a mini class before the sound bath on pelvic floor <sighs> muscles that mm-hmm. everybody went to, but me. And oh, so everyone's and pelvic floors were just everyone's exhausted. Everyone's pelvic floors were exhausted. <laughs> but here's the, the thing. In yeah. the half hour, <laughs> in the half hour that they were in that Fakakta pelvic floor class, yeah. Matthew Perry died. Oh. And I walk into that sound bath oh. you were not being the husband. only one that knows Matthew Perry died. Because right. they, I mean, they weren't looking at their phones. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I spent like the entire sound bath like sort of... Not only thinking about how sad that is, but just being like, I am from the future. I know that Matthew Perry and I, and they do not. <laughs> I don't, you know, and yeah. then like at dinner, everyone it's a Rob's was responsibility like, to have that knowledge. I didn't like it. Plus those sounds from the bulls that don't relax me. And then at dinner, everyone's like, oh my God, did you hear that Matthew Perry died? And I had to like pretend that I didn't know. I just felt like that was the right thing to do. <laughs> It's probably I just it's the easier. It. It's the easier. It was easier situation. instead of being like, yeah, I didn't go to public floor, and then my friend Bonnie texted me that he dropped. <laughs> it's like there's always, and I don't mean this necessarily in a negative way, but it could potentially like in group text scenarios. I feel like there's always the person that wants to share the celebrity mm-hmm. death first. Yeah, oh, sure, yeah. sure. And and it does feel better. Like like I never know what that person's necessarily getting out of that, mm. but. Uh, I understand why they're doing it, right? right. They're sharing yeah. the info. In this situation, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it would have been way too much to just be like, actually, yeah, I, I did know that. Yeah. And here's and how, I, and, and here's when. I chose when, not and to tell you. So yeah, the easy, the path of least resistance to be like, oh my god, so sad. And you want in my head, I'm screaming like, I fucking broke this story. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And I have to pretend like I did it. You should have been like Matthew Perry from Journey. Oh my god, <laughs> why Steve Perry? Right <laughs> now, yes. I have six hundred questions. Okay, Correct. why did you not go to the pelvic floor class? Is it because <laughs> it sounds kegly? I just wasn't feeling it. Giggly. It's, <laughs> giggly. I don't know. We had sort of a day. <laughs> and it wasn't calling to me. The Kegleys weren't calling to me. You should never do anything on a yoga retreat that you don't feel comfortable I know, doing. but then I rule. felt like That's some a, sort of It's surely my number one rule. Yeah, yeah. And then... I don't go. I don't go past downward dog. Do you know how to do downward dog? Of I can do that I one. Of course I do. Here's oh, the thing. How about uh, upward dog? When yeah. I was in college, I had to do a lot of movement classes because yes. I graduated in theater, and mm. there, um, I did not realize that it was pretty much just a yoga class, and it really like oh, it was great having you know I graduated in early two thousands and had never like barely ever even stretched. I was a punk rock kid and but i loved a performance and it was it was great you know and then we went into mask work and all that stuff afterwards what's mask work oh mask work mask (laughs) that's like a yogurt retreat yeah that's where everybody that everyone adopts the same quirk quirk together without telling each other what mask quirk is that phenomenon that i dislike in brooklyn where people are walking around with like imaginary dogs pretending to pet them mask quirk is a Flash mob. Flash mob. It's Santa Con. Yeah, oh my God. No, thank you. No. no thank you. Mask work is where our friend Harlequino, the, the oh, yeah. clown that comes out on the street when we walk the dog, that's part of mask work. Yeah. yeah. A lot of mask work in those cities. Can I ask yeah. you a yoga yeah, question? Please. Though? 
Have you? Do you ever use Apple Fitness Plus? No. Well, they have I yoga do. classes on there. Cool. And, I, and it is cool. I can't get into those yoga classes though because since I don't have every move memorized, uh-huh. if I'm trying to do you're downward looking at dog, this, you I have, have to look, like, look up to see what they're doing, uh-huh. and then I feel like I lose mm-hmm. my whatever well, the feng shui is, is of yoga. You mm-hmm. do this on the computer well, like, or it's on I, your phone it's either on the phone or like we have an apple tv box oh, okay. so we put it on the tv oh, cool. um so it i mean miss colombo loves it ah. i cannot get into that i'll have to do like the high intensity training regimen or whatever right. where i can just like watch them jump and i do the move in the back that's the person who low intensity jump. yeah <laughs> the low int- follow greg if you can't do what i'm doing that's, that's the guy i follow but yeah it's good stuff. I mean, I do highly recommend oh. that for, you know. Robin, yes. Homes. Back to the lunch. Yes. Best. The missing lunch. You said that you think that you know who took it. What makes you think? Was one person like, look at. It. <laughs> it was <perfect laughs> a lot. One person. <laughs> going, wow, look at my two lunches. <laughs> I don't know. Holding Here, two lunches, that'd be what would give a dead well, giveaway. Here is what it really is. <laughs> And I also want to mention, I, I also made a note to discuss the loud breakfasts at most yoga <laughs> yes! retreats. At most yoga retreats, it's a silent breakfast. Oh, it's right. just like... everyone. You mean like the rule is that... The it's rule like, is yeah, silent breakfast. Are... And I practice that rule in my home. I'm one of rule. two people that practices. <laughs> someone else does not practice silent breakfast. That's like in our house, we have silent nothing. Nothing is silent. <laughs> Wait, we have a, a how child... Many, how many people... Oh, you mean... One of you practices I, it yeah. and the other one doesn't. Yeah, okay. one I of understand. us is a is a firm believer in. Did silent you hear about practice. Matthew Barry? I'm trying to eat my oatmeal. Does he know? Yeah, I think he's figured it out. But okay. like it, it was born out of all those yoga retreats where we just sat. It was so nice to just like mm-hmm. gather your thoughts in the yeah. morning. This was like the loudest bullshit you've ever heard <laughs> at like 7 a.m., like pre-yoga, oh. pre-hiking. We're at like a 12. So wait, it was and a- I sat in the back with my coffee and my mm-hmm. phone and I needed to just like read the news. And I, I just was like, oh, you know what? If I can do this anywhere, I can do this at a yoga retreat. Mm-hmm. But I was feeling a little like that wasn't the case. You were supposed to be social. That I was supposed to be social even at that hour. And then later that night when everybody was starting to like dance and try and pull me up and stuff, I was like, the yoga retreat should be like the one place you can be like, guys, I'm like fully not. We've done like three yoga classes mm-hmm. today and yeah. hiked 12, mi- 12 miles. I'm going to bed. Like... That should be the one place where they go, cool, cool. I have space for you. I feel mm-hmm. you. They shouldn't be dry humping you on your life. Was it just women? Yes. Do you th- Now, the other retreats, have they been co-ed? Yes and no. If they're not all women, there's maybe one dude. Like, I'm wondering if part of the reason it was more high energy was because it was all women. I don't know how that works. Ooh, uh-oh. High energy plus, but at night and in the morning. So yeah. maybe if there were a few ladies that weren't drinking at the night, mm-hmm. at nighttime, right? They were the ones that were high energy in the morning. I wasn't really keeping track. Mimosas, probably. Yeah. Yoga people are probably morning people, generally, right? Robin's a morning person. I, yeah, I try to be. No, no offense, I'm not. Uh, None taken. Offensive. I mean, it's I a mean little, I'm a little it's offended. A, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little weird. But. Did your friend have fun? She had so much fun. We both had a lot of fun. And I will say this. Sequoia National Park is only three hours away. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty. It's like a more manageable Yosemite. And I think much more beautiful, frankly, because it's not as uh, it's not as crowded uh, crowded and it's not as affected by the fires. Mm. Um, But it was beautiful. But it was just like not it was like um, 
a aging marker for me. Like mm. these are the kinds of yoga yeah. retreats that exist now. I don't know. It was just kind of like a weird. What do you mean? Rec- like for you? They're the kind that exist for you yeah. or or just generally they don't have. Like I think I might like, like Rob is saying about like going back and doing the thing with the band. I think oh. this moment where I say yes to my I friends see. and yoga retreats might be over because yeah. it just was a little too like a little too much. It's but the, for I yoga would say the yoga was fantastic. Ooh, yeah. It was just like I think I'm done with that type of vacation and I I wasn't expecting that. So speaking of reunions, because I know Robin, you went to your actual college reunion and yes. then you had kind of a yoga reunion. Yeah. And then Rob, you just had this reunion. Um and, and I wasn't want... invited to my high school reunion. Just gonna put that out there. Why? I have no idea. Did they hear you on my show? Probably. Mm-hmm. Or heard me on my show. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, I cut you that... off. I say that had to have been an oversight, right? Yeah, Yeah, they probably organized it on Facebook, which I'm not part of. I yeah, Yeah, there were on Facebook. There were earlier ones that I don't recall hearing about it from my high school. But anyway, I went to my high school reunion, and I was just thinking the other day how weird it was that I was sitting there for two two and a half hours with people that I went to high school with, and we basically interacted. As if we have seen each other. I mean, there was there was catching up, but it was also like the familiar. People have heard me talk about how I did not really love the reunion because for the most part, it was a room full of people that's like I know well enough that I feel like I should say hi, but it's not like I really need to catch up with them because I don't know them that. I didn't know them that well. But except for like this core group sitting there hanging out with them and the familiarity is like when we were in school. And then we just went off on our separate ways and like we haven't talked since. Right. And, and it, it's just it, it's the, it's a there's something so surreal about it. I was actually like just thinking about yeah, that because when I went home, I saw people who I would have considered some of my best friends, yeah. you know, 10 years ago mm-hmm. or even less. You know, I, I left to move to New York in like 2015, I mm-hmm. think. So um, but I was, you know, on the outskirts preparing for my move for almost a year and working so much that I wasn't hanging out with people. But like some of those folks I hung out with reconnected. It was like no time had passed. We exchanged numbers again. Some of them had new, and we haven't talked since I came back and that's fine. You know, maybe that's where the relationship is now. Mm-hmm. Some people, and then there was, I, I, I kind of categorized this as two interactions i had not necessarily the people but the interactions because this really did feel like a reunion of sorts going back to like the music scene in kansas and and just seeing the people you would see at these venues and such or that you used to work with in the service industry and there were some people where it was just like oh hey what's up what have you been up to and kind of wanted to talk your ear off but there was no substance Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then there were people who were like hey I, and this only happened a couple of times, but they would say like, you know, you did X and I don't think I ever said something about that. And it was like a significant, so fuck hum- you. Like no, that. like a good <laughs> thing. Though, but yeah, I'm well, kidding. there was a couple of those, but <laughs> there were like a couple of significant things where it's like, oh, I didn't know you were hanging on to that. And I'm really glad we got to have this moment. And yeah. that felt really, you know, good because I got to say my piece back to them because I worked in like live events and music and booking people's up and coming bands mm. and stuff back and then. And it was just so interesting that it's like a flash in a pan of relationships, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's substance, you know, there's people that you care about and they care about you, but it is that one extra step of like, where do you continue that conversation that it, 
sometimes it's okay that it is just there. You know, it's kind it's of like magical in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It means yeah. a lot in the moment, and then you just kind of like recede to your regular life. Exactly, because it almost wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. But it is weird. And the, on my drive out here, I was thinking the exact same thing of like, how surreal and weird yeah. is that? You know, I'm still well, getting over it, it. It raises the question for me, at least this is where I'm at. Um, Reunion wise, I have a friend who is loves reunions. We'll go to every reunion ever. My dad is like that. But after, so I went to the young, uh, this young actor space reunion in August, which was like the most magical day of my life. And then something didn't feel as magical about my Northwest, about my college reunion. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was. I think a lot of things happened that weekend that were tough. Like, you know, it was just a, the whole thing was weird. All of that to say, it raises the question of like, can you really go back? Does it mean something to go back? And is this is this the reason like Back to the Future is so popular? Like truly, <laughs> like have has all of storytelling throughout time like you know hinged on like the idea of going back home and that you can't. I feel like and all of you, storytelling and is ultimately the, ultimate, it's yeah. very hard to. I mean, look at the Hallmark movies, that, you know, right. but the, in those you can go home. So for Sketch Fest in 2020, right before the pandemic. I did my podcast and my band reunited. We were like a sub. Tony was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that for me really was like, oh, you can go back. Oh, cool. And it was so much fun and so magical. And when we were, we were done, I was like, let's do more shows. Like, and I mean, I think every, it's like everyone, theoretically want wanted to like oh that sounds good but like the actual mechanics of making we don't live in the same town you know and also like our lives are different now but um why did i bring this okay you go back going back yeah yeah. um i but i guess the reason like not really like in in, it's crazy bits you can but not really yeah and then just to completely bring it down (laughs) I am wondering if anyone has this experience where maybe some this is about to get dark. Someone was like really important to you at one point and they died. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time you had this fantasy of like if they came back what it would be like. And then the realization maybe now of yeah. like if they came back it would probably be akin to these situations we're talking about where you'd have like a magical interaction with them but like your life is not in that place anymore right yeah 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 it's tough but true i completely agree and you know this week marks you know staying on the dark path oh yes i'm sorry i forgot your brother yeah well my brother passed away uh as of next week and one of my but that's been since like 2006 Mm -hmm. so i'm over like the the initial shock of that by, you know, many years. But one of my really good friends, Maury, passed away two years ago. And she mm-hmm. was a punk rocker. She was also, like, incredibly, like, successful in her businesses. And her husband is still um, a friend of mine. He – and he's been – he's moved on. He's got a great life now. But I was thinking about her because, you know, the posts pop up and everything mm-hmm. on socials. And I was just like, you know what, like – I was able – like a lot of times you don't get to have the closure with someone, right? Mm-hmm. Like when my pops passed away or when my brother passed away, I did not get to have that with them. But I did get to have it with a very close friend, which is so important. But I've never had the thing of like what if she was back, right? Mm-hmm. 
But I have had the thing of like, since I was able to have that closure, thinking about there are significant points when I moved to New York where her and her husband really helped me, like helped me with my career, helped me with advice, proofreading, giving me job interviews that they knew I wasn't going to get, but knew I needed to like take that interview. Mm. And I'm forever grateful. And that is actually what brings like the happy memories back is because they were just, they didn't have to do that. I actually met them when my band played a New Year's Eve show in Iowa City in like 2009. And then when I moved to New York in 2015, 2016, I randomly bumped into them on the corner of Soho, had lost all communication with this couple. And we oh. just ran into each other next to the Angelica. Hmm. And they come over to our, our apartment. Come see. Let's catch up. And oh, that's so nice. it was wow. like, it was so great. So it's like, it's, it's double-edged sword. You know, it sucks. But it's also like, wow, I have all these like great things to think about mm-hmm. too. So Yeah. You know. Yeah, and when you hard. go back, it br- yeah, it brings back some tough mem. It bring it's like a, it's almost a case for going back of just to, if you need closure with people. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. am I too close to the microphone? No, you're, you're too, too far. far. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I want to know. Robin asked, "Am I too close to the microphone?" When she was like 18 inches away from the microphone, <laughs> is that good? Um, but yeah, it's. I just yeah, I'm. Be- There's a reunion in April for the comedy group I was in in college. It's celebrating their 50th anniversary and a lot of my friends are going but I'm like I I was just there I don't know I feel very done with traveling mm-hmm. yeah. especially after my lunch got stolen <laughs> now can I <laughs> yes just, there's one thing when you were talking about your yogurt retreat yogurt. Yes. that really and as a as a, as a writer yes it, it just pinged my favorite line from Fraser that okay. I've never known exactly what it means and I'm hoping that maybe Yes. You can help me with this. Okay. He says someone danced Agamemnon at Jacob's pillow. And that's all I could think <laughs> I'm la- about. I don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah. I'm that's all I could think about when you're talking about a yoga retreat. Dance ag- I can I can translate that oh, for please. you. That's <laughs> so funny. Please yeah. parse. Danced Agamemnon. So like did this special ballet okay. that's based on the Greek text of Agamemnon. Uh, Jacob's Pillow, which is a very famous dance company in the Berkshire, is very like very hoity toy. Like if you're in the Berkshires in the summertime, you go to Jacob's Pillow. Okay. No one <laughs> likes to make a Jacob's Pillow joke more than Sam Foreman. <laughs> we'll make one any chance and he gets. Who wrote and it. that's one of the reasons I love him. <laughs> yeah. Um but yes, that's yeah, Fraser, God. Yeah. You know, in the Fraser room, you had to have like a fully fledged done baked polished brilliant pitch if you raised your hand i feel like they don't have to do that in the new fraser series. they don't see maybe they don't have that have you, standard I'm in the reboot still Is enjoying that, it yeah have you watched it i watched the pilot and it's not um look i think any television i think any sitcoms that are being ra- made right now god bless like i don't want to yeah. rip on the fraser reboot but it's tough that they don't have a lot of the cast yeah back. that's, so that's that, i think that's i'm yeah. surprised yeah i haven't watched it you know just, i well, saw the commercial and i was like wait great, how are they even calling it's all new this? people it's all new people and you know that was a really tight comedy ensemble yeah. and i can see what they're trying to do uh, with this cast like they're trying to make like a big bang with old people comedy sitcom comedy sitcom <laughs> but it doesn't it he, they're trying to rebuild that comic ensemble and and it 
it's just like not our favorite. We just don't know them as well. well Why? It, it's only what five episodes in. So Why could like, they not get? I think the originals. Do you David know? I. Pierce, Perry Gilpin. Yeah, is it, the is lady who was on Throb, the... Jane Leaves. Remember Throb? I didn't. I don't know Throb. Oh, uh, you, you guys, everyone, stop what you're doing and look up <laughs> the that... sitcom Throb. Um, but Jane Leaves' first sitcom was Throb. Um, and when I saw her in Frasier, I was like, oh my God, the star of Throb has oh, a great This was new an job. American yeah. sitcom? Yeah. But, I had no idea. But apparently idea. Perry Gilpin is rumored to come on as like a cameo this season. I believe season. that. Do I they have that. any of the Cheers people on it? I mean, I if you're in Boston. So. They yeah, they're, yet, they're definitely they're in Boston. they're still establishing the world. And yeah. I will say, one of the more recent episodes, I texted my friend, my only mm. other friend I know who's like enjoying watching it with me. Uh, and he and I was like, this latest episode is the closest thing that I've seen to original Frasier and like oh. the farce and sort of thing. Like, and not to give too much away, but uh, June Diane Rayfield is in the yeah. episode as a guest star, and Frasier and his son Frederick are Freddy. getting set up on Freddy. a blind date, and neither one of them know if June is for Frasier or <laughs> for Freddie, and it's just that silly Frasier like one act play or two act play sort of mm-hmm. farce that uh that worked well I think because it makes you even question things as a as a viewer right it's like why would you think that and oh why would you think that as a, a is he still a radio shrink no he's got a podcast he, he are leaves, you serious no. oh, <laughs> he, there's uh, <laughs> this is the Frasier moment of the podcast uh at the end of Frasier he leaves the radio to do a television talk show akin to like Dr. Phil or something mm. at the time. And now he's quit that because they turned him into like a circus person. Like it turned into more like of like Maury. an Ellen or, or yeah. something or Maury where it's more like goofy dancing and stuff and <laughs> oh, pet tricks that's and kinda whatnot. <laughs> and so now he's like an adjunct professor at Harvard. At Harvard. <laughs> at Harvard. <laughs> but everyone of wants course. him to be the goofy TV person. Yeah. Where is it airing? Maybe I'll watch it. Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus. Of course. Do we One of the, the first... best uh, streaming services. I Do we have I that feel like the now? first two episodes yes, are also on Hulu. Oh, I think okay. you're right. I think you're right. All right. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of mental health, <laughs> wait, what does he teach a class in? Is it mental health? I don't remember. Radio advice. Yeah. Radio <laughs> advice. <laughs> uh, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. And it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. That's how I feel about therapy. Um, and one of my favorite things is when my therapist gives me a compliment or laughs at something I said, or <laughs> the best is when she laughs despite herself <laughs> yeah. um i'm trying to remember i said so i was like it sat i wish i could remember exactly what i said it was one of my one of my best therapy laugh moments oh god have you ever made your therapist cry well okay that's the therapy olympics I that i have won i, I do think i have yeah but it could have just been like she had allergies or her eyes were watering I, i've never seen i never she made my therapist sob yeah I mean, I would like to think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, if you're, I'll remember, I'll remember the thing that I said that like my therapist like had to catch her breath. If you, it was just a funny turn of phrase. 
Good for All you. I mean. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash best friend today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Better help h-e-l-p dot com slash best friend and i also want to say check out my monday episode with justin martindale he is delightful and um we get into everything and if you're listening you don't know what that means then maybe uh it will mean less to you than someone who's like oh did you guys talk about the thing yes we did talk about there's like a little bit of podcast beef happening and he like went he he divulged in a respectful way but i think it's getting like a little bit of attention right now um but also we talked about also he has a tattoo that says sugarfoot do you know about this well no i was listening today oh thank you says sugarfoot and i asked what it is his mother had a horse named sugarfoot and his grandfather sold that horse to Elvis Presley. Whoa. Priscilla so, Presley. I was, and not to correct your own podcast, but it was a very high drama. It really was. Yeah. So Elvis, so anyway, his grandfather has a ranch, had a ranch. Wow. The Circle G Ranch, right? Something I think like so. that? I think so. Which sounds like, wait, have I heard of this ranch? Like, not like I've heard of a lot of famous ranches, but I I don't think, of, maybe I'm thinking of Circle when you, K. When I don't there's know. a couple of ranches, it's you're going to- It's Circle gonna... G or is it Circle X Ranch? Circle G. Okay. You know of a Circle X Ranch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Circle X in Malibu. No, this is Circle G in Texas or, oh, oh, okay. or something. Okay. Oh, was it Memphis? I can't remember. Oh, right, right, right. It wouldn't be here. Anyway, but maybe <laughs> Circle something is like big in the ranch world. Yeah. Because so, uh, the, the horses run around in a circle. This is true. That's probably it. It's a reference to the arena, I guess. Mm. Or the anyway. So uh Elvis used to frequent this ranch and I guess it was like the so Justin's mom was like or maybe even Elvis I forget. What a great storyteller I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to Monday's episode. I think it was like you can have you could look, you could have any horse you want except for Sugarfoot. That's my daughter's horse. And then Priscilla was like, I want Sugarfoot. And then because she was 14. <laughs> that's why. Probably she wanted a canopy bed. She was a child. <laughs> but go on. But so anyway, he sold this horse to Elvis because you have to, I guess. I don't know. Uh, or to Priscilla. But so Justin and Justin's mom have always been pretty anti Priscilla. Huh. I know. If we had had more time, I really would have gotten into like, let's talk about this. But given the sugar foot of it all, mm-hmm. why choose that to tattoo yourself with? I think in honor of the injustice of the situation okay. vis-a-vis his mom, Got we it. didn't like, we talked about it a bit, yeah. but we didn't like, I didn't really pull, you know, really like pull the strings of. I also think he said it was like a, uh, maybe in a drunk tattoo. Oh, that's right. That yeah. that's important is as well. There, Thank you. What are the chances that he will have the tattooed altered to say sugar fish? Wow. Oh, like if he gets super into sushi? Yeah. Wow. That's what I keep hearing when you say sugar we could fish. Crowdsource that tattoo right. change. Yeah. yeah. Or um sugar ray. The wow. thing about sugar fish sushi tattoos is like in and out. Like you have to eat it really quickly. Yeah. You can't get or you'll All get right. sugar fish. Let's talk about sugar fish for a minute. Okay. Let's do it. 
We've it's all been uh, waiting for it. Okay. <laughs> is it all over the place? I, uh, all I over the place in LA. Like definitely not locations. in Kansas. But it's, yeah, I don't think it's outside of California. Okay. I don't, I don't think. It is very expensive. Very yes. expensive. And it Way comes in a really cool box. Correct. That's what That's it has a, going for it. The only two things you want from a restaurant, I think. I find the sushi to be average. Like, it's good. I will say this. When I worked for SiriusXM, I was out here on a on like a thing for Marvel that we were doing for the podcast world. And I was able to take someone to dinner on Sirius XM's mm. dime. And it was definitely like, but I couldn't go too high. You couldn't go Sasa Bune. No, huh? uh, I went to, or didn't I Fung for that matter? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I did go to Sugarfish because I was like, I don't want to pay for Sugarfish. Yeah, no, yeah. no one should. be fun and? for us. And it was a hit. Did you get the cool boxes there though, or do they just no? Come? If you eat no. there, they that's break. That's the thing. It's like if on a you slab. Eat the bo- if you get the box delivered, mm-hmm. you can eat it in your own time. Yeah, it's like a it's like a jewelry box, it's and there's beautiful. like a legend. Yes, and it plays they music tell when you, you open what it. to yeah. dip. They should put a music chip in there. Oh that's God, funny. They should. But but it'd be like nitty. It'd just be like we <laughs> had spent so many years, you know, on a if there was like a treat or a birthday or something, mm-hmm. we'd order sugarfish, whatever. Um, and, uh, we went to the restaurant on La Brea a couple weeks ago and Sam got sugar fished. He got sugar fished. He was not eating fast enough for them. Wait, what does that they, mean? Like, I actually out, don't know what this means. They, it's kind of just like being at a, in almost like a rotating bar. And it's like, you have to grab it. You have to eat it. Cause like the next thing's on its way. Oh yeah. Like, and Sam rushed. had like two plates to his credit. He doesn't, have, you don't have to eat. He shouldn't have to eat fast, yeah. but uh, they said two different times. They were like, the sushi is best enjoyed when the dish is warm, but they said it in a really like the second time they <laughs> said it. Sushi and Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> and the second time they said, it, I was like, Sam, that's a secret message to you. You have to eat faster. Yeah, I couldn't even a secret. <laughs> but the second time was so aggressive. No, was how did Sam feel about this? Because I would be like, I am going to eat so slow. Yeah, I think he was I just like, was oh, this isn't like the experience enjoy- I thought it would be. Yeah. yeah, I think he thought it would be more luxuriating in each piece because they are delicious pieces of sushi, especially when the rice is warm on the bottom. They're it's good. I feel like it's way overrated, though. Like people talk about yeah, su- sugar fish, like yeah. it's the best in L.A. And there are oh, no, hundreds of places LA. that are better. Right, right, right. I think I ate my favorite L.A. meal before we moved out to the middle of nowhere at uh, Major Doma. Oh, oh I, I've never been I had where downtown. Blast. Yes, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and I would uh, get the crispy rice any day of the week. Major, they didn't Doma. rush me. They didn't rush. Is it a sushi restaurant? Uh, No, but it's like Asian fusion. Mm. I took uh, Alan Yang suggested it. And so I was like, this guy knows his food. There you go. Yeah. I don't know who Alan Yang is. He's a writer, right? Mm. Yeah. uh, We worked on Harvard Parks and Recollection together when I did that show. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's a nice guy. Yeah. You say Harvard. He's a Harvard. He could take class a class from Frasier. Frasier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's such a good idea, Alan Yang. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> definitely take a class in being a radio shrink. Uh, yeah, radio advice. Radio yeah. advice. They should do a podcast of just all the snippets from Frasier's radio yes. show. Yes, <sighs> that would be entertaining. Is Doctor Laura still on? I bet she has a podcast. I have to believe that someone is paying her yeah, to do something. There's a lot of money where she, in the in the area she's in. 
I l- was driving. This is back when I had Sirius XM in my car before I decided this is I never use this yes. anymore. So I have to cancel. Um, <laughs> and then it took you four weeks to. I'm sure. <laughs> um, and but the best part is now they call me at least twice a week. Of oh my god! Of course. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I listened to her wax poetic about the joys of doing a lego thing like who knew that dr laura has a secret life where she just hunkers down with a lot of lego pieces a big lego kit yes and she's like and it's a lot of fun (laughs) she was so into it it was morally it's a great thing to do yeah it was very it was a very surprising very surprising Maybe unsettling, I would say, yes. more than surprising. Yeah. yeah. Next thing we're gonna have like Dr. Laura Twitch stream where she's just putting Legos. Doing Legos. Yeah. When she first started, she was like a no nonsense New York yeah. shrink, right? I think so. <laughs> it sounds like Joan Rivers. <laughs> yeah. But like then she became a little cuckoo, right? Very, very. Uh, or just I would say so. Judgmental. Cuckoo, or are we? Is she? Is she judgmental? I mean, is she cuckoo, or is she just extremely judgmental? Well, my dad listened to a lot of conservative yeah, radio. Extremely, up. extremely conservative. She'd be right next to tra- Mr. Limbaugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The- just sort of a sensationalist. Yeah. But now, does she speak about politics though, or just that's like the thing. or, the, or moralizing? That's my question: Is did she switch over to politics? I don't remember. I don't actually know. I think I was too young to understand that like there were different views to things mm-hmm. at the time, and yeah. this was just what was on the radio. But I do remember getting to a certain age where I was just like, "This sounds more mean than yes. anything else." Yeah, I feel like that. That's like what Fraser should teach in that class is that radio <laughs> advice has to be mean to be popular apparently yeah, that's the only way you're gonna make it yeah it's like that what was that uh, Eric Bogosian play the um, radio talk radio, talk radio. Talk, the yeah, mitten he, he becomes like talk radio like a shock jock yeah do you remember Tom Likas of oh, do I ever yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean of course you do right. but like where's that guy yeah good question no, like for I real know. I feel like if anybody would know I mean be, he's still alive He's definitely still alive. If you He's don't, like, folks, if you don't know who Tom Likas is, it's worth a Tom Google. Tom Likas. So Gustavo Ariano, who now has like a fairly big position at the LA Times, I'm not sure doing what, but he was the editor in chief. Well, no, he was an intern while uh, a little bit after my tenure at the OC Weekly, and then he rose to be the editor in chief of the OC Weekly. I have had him on my podcast. He would post about going on Lycus's show. Wow. So, and this was within the, in the last eight years, let's say. People who don't know, Lycus, I don't know if he, if he was syndicated or was he just He was local? syndicated. Yeah. yeah, he would come on after Howard Stern out here in the early 2000s. Right, and he would just do, basically tell young single guys uh, how to get laid. Yeah, not, like, only like, buy them a salad. Only buy them a salad. Don't ever, the big one, don't ever date a woman with kids. Yeah, yeah. So is he like mystery? <laughs> it was kind of like pickup artisty stuff. Yeah. But he was like, a, he almost had a job of the hut like quality, I think, in appearance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he wore like, like sunglasses mystery. and was always yeah, like, he ah! had a he had a Rush Limbaugh kind of look. <laughs> like he yeah. looked like the, you know, MRA Rush Limbaugh kind of. <laughs> I guess like Tom, like the fact that Tom like us was like, following Howard Stern less than 20 years ago is a little crazy. It was a weird time. Mm-hmm. But, I just didn't know what they were doing on yeah. these radio dials. I remember watching a Howard Stern show. Oh, yes. 
And it was like women. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, the Channel like, Nine show when they were like on local. And, I know. I think it was probably. Eve. I think yeah. it was probably that, Robin, <laughs> right. because it that was, was before the E show. And I feel like this is a topic that has come up on this show before. It was like women riding a Sibian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. that, that was, was in the, the newer show. era. That yeah. wasn't yeah. during the series. Yes, that but was. That, the, that was on the E show. That was a later show. It's like conflated with what happens in the movie, right? Where he has the woman like ride a speaker. Right. That's different. I think a Sibian came out. After I think private parts, when private okay. parts took place, I'm, even Tony have that up. <laughs> I'm surprised that E would show that. I well, don't. No. Didn't he also do like pay per view kind of things yeah. sometimes? Yeah. Too, I would have seen that. I feel like it was like oh, late. It was like about, yeah. a late at night. Like I almost my sense is that it was like a cable access. Like thing. you could buy it on yeah. VHS by calling a night. Yeah, I feel like that was something. like. Him in the aughts. The channel. Yeah, like, I guess so. The '90s Stern is great. Like that was just classic radio. But Tom Likas, guys, I wonder if his rules have been, if your rules have been successful, if Tom Likas' rules have been successful for mm-hmm. you as a man, because it was only made Were for they straight successful white for men. Anyone is the That's question. That's my question. Like, I'm not, uh, just DM me because I want to know if Tom Likas' edicts. <laughs> We're successful for you. I want to hear. I'm remembering the salad advice because it's very funny because his his theory was if you're on a date and you order a salad, no woman will order more More than than a salad. Yeah, because they don't want to be like if you have like a a garden salad, they will not order a steak. I mean, it's I think it's true. It's diabolical. It really is. But so then what's he saying? Like eat when eat before you go out. Yeah. Eat before you go. Here's here's what he's not mentioning, which is like uh, there are a lot of women who will lose respect for a guy who just orders a garden salad. That's what I was thinking. There's that whole like Seinfeld thing where he's just like just a salad. Yeah. Just a salad. Just a salad, because she takes him to like a steakhouse. He's right. like, I don't want a T-bone. Like, I'll just take a salad. Here's yeah, a here's yeah, exactly. a question, Tony. Can you play the snack chat drop? I can. One moment. Sorry, I was pulling nope. up other things. No worries. Snack chats. Okay, you're at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Super salad. What are you getting? Depends on the soup. Really? Okay, so we got it depends on the soup. Robin, mm-hmm. what about you? Mostly salad. Mm-hmm. Very surprising if I say soup. What dressing? I can't I cannot answer that. And Would you like to hear keep, what we have? And no, I, I just I'll no one will ever respect me again. Thousand Island. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rob. It's gonna have to depend on the soup. I think I would rather have a soup than a salad. But so you typically order a soup or you're picky with your soup. So I am I'm very picky with my soup only because I am not a huge fan of onion. Mm-hmm. And a lot of soups. <laughs> Daniel just gave Rob chunks. the thumbs up. Onions. Yeah. How can you hate onions? Well, I, I like know, cooked I know. onions. But and I can have I can have horrible. certain amounts of cooked onions, but <laughs> I had a traumatic onion experience as a child oh at God. a high boy and uh it, yeah. it scarred me for what the rest happened? of my life. Well, I had an onion ring. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> sorry to laugh. It I accidentally funny. slurped the onion out oh, of no, the bread. Oh no, was it too hot? No, it was just disgusting. I don't know if it was old or what. Uh, Robin, by the way, is is horrified. By She's the it's, it's as if he only ordered a salad in and front of her on a date. You like She's... raw red onions too? Yeah, you're crazy. No, Love them. No, thank but here's the thing: Did you see that Northwest eats an onion like an? Oh apple? my god, I did. Yeah. Oh, you know who Northwest has that in common with? 
David Huntsberger. David Huntsberger. Someone who's been hypnotized and thinks yeah. it's an apple. What is oh, that is about? Because like I can I, I can vet my love of onions. From what I understand, my grandfather loved onions, and it's actually genetic. Like, is that true? Yeah. Every time I'm eating onions, my dad's like, "Your mother's father ate that many <laughs> onions." Like, and I was like, "Thanks." Maybe but it's like so, the cilantro thing. Yeah. Like I wonder. Yeah. I just wonder where it comes from. I can't. Yeah. Nope. When you said Northwest, I was like, "What?" I couldn't parse it. What I'm part like, of the map? Are yeah, we what are we talking? But you yeah, mean people northwest. in the northwest. Yeah. Well, no, I was like, because I was thinking south, south, south by southwest. Okay, is this some industry thing Sketch I don't know fest. about? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't orient myself. Okay, all right. What's a high boy? Is that a restaurant? Yeah, I think it's like a big boy essentially, mm, but like okay. someone just took it and changed it. And this was a know. rotten onion, or it was just it was just. I onion. wonder if it, as, to you. I think. I, I told myself it was a rotten onion, but I think just as a youngster, I was surprised it's a that lot. everything wasn't just breaded and fried. Right. Yeah, so, I remember and I would eat yeah. onion rings as a yep. kid, like just pull the onion yep. out and eat the rest of yep. it. <laughs> yep. Did it a lot. And it was, and it, it just tainted onions for me. But yeah, a cooked onion in like a chili, not a big deal. But yeah. don't tell me it's there, or then I'm thinking about it. Too. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you're in your head about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. All is right. a shallot a kind of onion? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the worst. Because I, I can't even eat. Can't I can't even eat cooked shallots. I Those do love gnarly. garlic. I like garlic. Daniel a lot. loves garlic. I love garlic. Yeah. And I think a Huge shallot is actually like. Don't just similar think to about what you're about to say. <laughs> I think it's like in the uh, garlic family. It's, for, it's forever. What do the, they call it's those? the black sheep? There's of the some. There's family. a word for a root vegetable ar- aromatics. Close to aromatics. They smell great. But it's something Erwan else. There's Matt some. Matt it might be aromatics. It might be aromatics. No, there's another word. It's like alley, alley, you know, allium. Allium. Yeah. Allium. Speaking of, there's a word after Tony. Yeah. And it's maybe like only Daniel will get this. Yeah. I'll get but it. and I'm so sorry, everyone. Your brother and onions. No. Uh, on the current season of Winter House. Oh. Yeah. Uh huh. Schwartz brings a bunch of groceries and snacks to the winter house tom yeah. schwartz from vanderpump rules we sure. all know this character and he just has a random piece. in his car he just has a, pe- a clove a thing of garlic was it garlic or what, what was it it's a uh, ginger. ginger ginger that's right ginger and he makes a joke about using it also as deodorant did I, is this a thing or did you make that joke? i think i made that joke okay <laughs> i think i've i i, I think i heard it it's like a a natural person. You, sure, because I, a... I could also oh. see that living out near where I live, yeah. it's like yeah. that and crystals to keep yourself clean. Right. Yeah. yeah. I but, don't know. but I also want to know what's he using that? Why for? does he right. have just garlic bouncing yeah, garlic. around in his car? Ginger. Yeah. If it's ginger. ginger, it might be like because he wants so. to be healthy. I don't know. Because cocktails, told maybe. Him, yeah, me. Yeah, he's a cocktails guy. Because mm. that next episode, they did have to make a cocktail based on your ex. That's but funny. he didn't use ginger in his. He just gave people shots of tequila because tequila Katie. Oh, right, yes. right, right. Okay, so you're, uh, you need to hear what the soups are. Yeah, so sorry. Yes. We have, um, we have uh, navy bean and uh, tortilla soup. Is this wow. Cocos? <laughs> yes. No I broccoli cheddar on the menu? Like where, yeah, where's the tomato no, basil? Sorry. Where's the lobster bisque? French onion. Just, I've been going through French some. French onion? Yeah. I've been. No. Um, <laughs> so good. I, I have been going through some uh, Trader like Joe's onions. soups, 
And uh, but out of those options, I would go tortilla because okay. I could handle the onions in a tortilla soup. Right. All right, yeah. Tony. What do you do? What? What? Your no. You might. There might be different soups for you. <laughs> okay. It's Get not. Ready. It, it would. It would depend. Uh, I would most likely go soup, but also not really huge on soup or salad. Nice. Yeah. nice. Would you like just some sliced tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Okay. What are my soup wedge? options? What is this restaurant? Your, your soup. <laughs> For you, we have chilled gazpacho. Wow. Or clam chowder. Which is also chilled. What are my salad options? Uh, oh, the chef does a house. It's our house. A wedge. It's got lettuce, croutons, tomatoes, carrots, and an all- one olive. I'm fine. I'll just stick with my main course. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Quick question: Thousand Can Island. Can I have your right? salad? Yeah. I, oh yeah. I'll, I'll take the salad. Ten thousand yeah. island. No. Dressing. What's no. ten thousand? There's a ten thousand island. This is okay. This is huge. Big breaking news here. Yeah. When I was in Kansas, we went to eat at a burger spot, and it said ten thousand island dressing, and my buddy Sean was like, "Ten thousand? Is, is, yeah. What is that?" And I said. Is it just Thousand Island dressing and we've just realized no, no. you know? And then I went back home and I saw another sign at a restaurant near me that said Ten Thousand Island you dressing. You know what it is? Typo. It's one of the musicians from Ten Thousand Maniacs wow. went into <laughs> went into salad <laughs> dressing. Or is He's it like, Thousand gotta... Island with extra relish? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's definitely a knockoff. Tony, but I are like you on it? it? I'm, I'm looking. Okay. Yeah, I got There's a this. spa yeah. in Santa Fe called 10,000 Waves, and I hope they serve 10,000 Island me too. there. Yeah, and I hope they too. dance Agamemnon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jake's <laughs> Pillow. Oh, my God. Dan- that's so funny that that stuck in your brain. I it get is that. probably my favorite, because I remember now that you said it, I remember looking it up years ago. Yeah. But it's a it's, Greek tragedy. It Agamemnon. is. Think. I do, yeah, it is. I've seen a Brechtian yeah. version of it. So, once, so yeah, dancing but, uh, a Greek tragedy at this. That's so funny. It's and and it's just one of those lines that just. It's why what? you watch Frasier yes. for lines like who that. delivers the line Frasier Frasier yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, yeah, I laughed and I didn't know and what it, anything meant in it other than Agamemnon and it's like that was a and I think it was one of those things where like he was trying to say like we'll get her to we'll get her. Like trying to bore someone from being at the party, like we'll play the tape of the time she danced Agamemnon. <laughs> oh my god, Jacob's so pillow. funny! God damn it! That you can only hope that like thirty years after you wrote a line, that somebody yeah. somewhere on a podcast is <laughs> quoting it. That's such seen, a cool way to compliment it. I've seen like one episode. I know. I really sure. haven't seen much. I've read the pilot because everyone's like, "This is the perfect pilot." It is. Um, it is the, a perfect pilot. But I let's watch it. I, I would say to. you don't need to watch. I, I want to watch. No, I mean like the series though, because yeah. I never watched it. Or you know what I, I did? Want to. Okay, you because should. I was working on something I know, that was Frasier adjacent. Though, really. But it's a great mm-hmm. one to fall asleep to. And I'm sorry I talked yeah. to him. No, no, no. no. Uh, Vulture, I think, did like the top 100 Frasier episodes or something, top, top 50 or something, and I watched all of them, and they were really, really, really Ooh. great. Okay. I think my problem with Frasier was I didn't the relationship between Niles and the British. Was, a, was really annoying to me. I found that to be really like how annoying I just how? found the whole thing to be annoying. I don't know why. There are uh, here's the thing. I was trying to explain it to someone the other day. Not every Frasier episode's a hit, and not yeah. every moment is a hit between characters. 
But when it does hit, like the top 50 episodes or whatever, it hits so hard that it makes up for everywhere else that it lacked. Right. Yeah. There's an incredible Frasier episode that you should not watch until you've watched like maybe 10 in a row. But it takes place, I think... I think Niles had a heart attack. Oh, and yeah. It's like very theatrical. It's almost like the A My Name is Alex episode of Family Ties that when it, when it <laughs> turned into like a proscenium stage, yeah. basically. But they did the same thing on Frasier and it's Ooh. so good. All right. So, There's what a- was the better show, Cheers or Frasier? For me personally, or, or Family oh, Ties. God, that's so hard. No, that's so hard. The- they're all, they're all. They're all brilliant in their own way. Cheers was great. But, but yeah, if there was no Cheers, there'd be no Frasier. So. so my Cheers for me was a show that came on late yes. when I was a little kid. Yeah. And it made me feel so alone. Huh. It was like a very alone feeling show. Cheers. Because yes. it was about a bar? I don't really know. I think it's because if it was on, it was a time that my parents wanted me to be asleep. Oh. And mm. I felt alone. That's how I feel about huh. Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah. We all have these. I felt that way about MASH too. I, as an oh, adult, wow. I went back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I revisited well, I MASH and it was it's such a good Mash show. And yeah, like we taxi. were too young for MASH. MASH yeah. and Taxi have a very yes. kind of sad yeah. And MASH signifies, is incredible. MASH definitely signifies something for at least me and I've heard this from other people too. It's like at a certain point on like Saturday morning mm-hmm. once MASH came on you were done watching TV. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, crazy. You know, bumping the night is over or Doug reruns or whatever it is you're watching on your Saturday because MASH is on and now I got to go like mow the lawn or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was over. So I think I need to revisit Cheers because I know it's a really good show oh, as well. It's great. Do you, does anyone remember Frasier over Cheers? Putting on the hits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the, I Instagram. Posted by Alan Fawcett. The, <laughs> yeah. The, that, the same. That, yes. I. Did an Instagram story about putting on, or no, I had a really long conversation with my friend recently about putting on the hits. What were the three things? The So this was a show where people would lip sync to hits and then they were graded on three things. And it was like <laughs> lip sync quality. Dan- dance? And like ingenuity or something? Or sh- yeah, showmanship? I, I haven't thought about this. Yes, showmanship. showmanship. That sounds right. And then the other one was what though? Like uh, inventiveness or something. Who hosted it? Alan, Alan Fawcett. Alan Fawcett. <laughs> and it wasn't spelled like a bathroom faucet or no. was it like F-A-W- Faucet? F-A-W-C-E-T-T. Oh my God, putting on the hits. Vanderpump Robs, you're too young for putting on the hits. How but, young are you? I've been wondering. Well, that'll remain a mystery forever. <laughs> Joe, just How like, about this? I'm younger than the cast of Vanderpump Rules. So you're younger okay. than us. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I will be turning 40 in August of next year. Oh. That doesn't sound that young. No, 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 you're a whippersnapper. Yeah. Although I did, I uh, thank you, uh, recently had past guest of this show, Molly McAleer, Mm. on Vanderpump Robs, and she was surprised at how young I was because she just imagined I was a dad talking about Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) And I was like, no, but I forget that, like, the, the not everyone knows who you are when they're listening yes. to your podcast. Yes, right. absolutely. When you do like do the virtual camera or whatever, they're like, "Oh, not what I imagined." <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Tony. I feel like I made you look stuff up. Ten thousand yes. dollars. Uh, uh, yes, <coughs> I sort of have an answer on the ten thousand, but not really. Uh, there's very few Google results for it, and the main thing that comes up is a Food Network thing from Guy Fieri. 
a um, thousand island, ten thousand island recipe. Uh, this is spicy for layered salad. Um, hmm. This is unsatisfying. Are, yeah. I mean, unsatisfying. Yeah, uh, the answer is not very. There's no like description really saying anything about it. it's just the straight up recipe. Okay. Is this um, an opportunity for a five star review if people can tell us the difference between ooh. ten thousand island and yes, 1, island? yes, please. My dad- Leave us a review telling us the difference. Click five stars. Is that what you meant? Yeah. My dad had a joke, uh, which was um, the reason they call You know why they call it? He would say this when you're uh, in a salad bar or mm. a situation like that. Like the Sizzler. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, I missed the Sizzler. We had a Sizzler. We went once and then it shut down. No, it, no fault of ours. Um, why they call it Thousand Island? I don't know. Because people spit in it as they walk past it in the salad bar. And what? the spit is the island? Maybe it wasn't my dad. Maybe it was a friend. <laughs> Maybe it was my the dad. Owner of the Wait, I Can say you explain it, it to me? I for some reason it's my dad in my mind who says it, but now my dad is way funnier than that. But I don't get but I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, trying out some new material. The loogies. Islands. Here's what I want to say. If everyone's oh. going to be mean about Thousand Island, no, then you're I like, also going to no, have to be mean like about it. Robin, Lee. it's not I true. Like it. It's true. <laughs> Big Thousand Island spitting. is great. I love, and I love, love it on a, a burger. Patty, good patty yeah. melt. I, I like to burger. dip things in it. Yeah. And I, I can handle the onions. I feel that are a little shame. Thousand Island dressing. You shouldn't. I do feel a little shame. I Why? wonder if it's my Ukrainian DNA because it's borscht. It feels yeah. borscht adjacent. It's a good right? deli. Uh, it's a it's a great deli dressing. Wait, but yes. it, are there beets in it? I think it's just yeah. Isn't what it, isn't it, is just, it just ketchup? Yeah. No, 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 no. Isn't it? Isn't there like paprika or something in I there? Mean, yeah, oh, what's Guy Fieri say? Yeah, <laughs> but like, I feel like there's something a tiny bit spicy that makes it. Pink. I do really. I do have the palate of a real hardcore Eastern European Jew. Like there's nothing. There's no mistaking tongue. Will I, I will. I just won't. So I would not. So I guess I retract. Maybe Lingual. I don't. Wait, Lingual. but like in what way do you I like? Don't, um, I'm not. I don't have an. Like Sam just has an, a more adventurous palate, mm. and I'm like, give me, yeah, give me pierogies and stuffed cabbage, and I'll be fine. I don't need anything else. Right. Mm. Mm. But yeah, whatever. Hey, All right, like Tony. Did you find? I think the other thing was, did you find the three categories? <laughs> yes, and I have a couple tidbits on. Oh, them great! Also, Ooh, we uh, love tidbits. That's what I'm here for. Uh, the The category is not like, that exciting. Originality, mm. appearance, mm. and lip sync abilities. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Lip sync abilities. Yes. I feel like we would all win. Yes. What would your lip sync song be? Did you get to choose? Since I don't know what this yeah. is. Oh, I think you got to choose. Yeah, because yeah. they would have, some people would have like a really like yeah, elaborate. It was elaborate. Hence originality. Yeah. So it was like, God, I was it kind of like the gong show then? Where like you prepared something? Yeah. yeah, you pre- yeah and this was sure. the, the one little tidbit I was going to share. I didn't know this. Did you know Kato Kalin was on it? Whoa. No. Yeah, what did he do? Uh, season three did uh, Born to be Wild. <laughs> Oh, beautiful! <laughs> Why isn't that more famous? Why don't we? In 1994. All know that? Yeah. yeah, has he hired a company to we'll to suppress it. this? Right. Oh, I know. I have one thing I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Separate from 
my Thousand Island dressing. I saw Liz Fair play the entire Exile and oh. Guyville on yeah, Friday that was night happening. at the Wiltern. Right. Was it amazing? Whoa. It was and it wasn't. Okay. Was, none of you guys were there. Mm-hmm. I figured you guys are a music no, crowd. No, I love that album. It was I, well, I did recently but go to a what? concert. It all comes back to like, I don't think you can go back. Right. Mm. That's the theme of this episode. I think that's the theme. That's why I wanted so, to mention it. They, so in what way was it disappointing? Because the tickets said that the show is from 7 to 8.30. The oh. website said the show is from 7 to 8.30. For me, that's Ooh. music to my ears. Yes. Those are perfect times for me. Yes. And um, Wait, so the, your criticism of the show is just the, the, the timing no. of it? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Then we got to the wheelchair and we got there at like 7.45. No. And the doors weren't even open. Uh, and Liz no, Fair didn't go on to like 9.15. Can't what? do that. That, that is, that is yeah. if it's gonna If it says starts at 7 and then that happens, yeah, that's, yeah. that's annoying, but whatever. But 7 to 8.30. That's so specific. That's so, yeah. 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 I was just like, oh, 7 to 8.30. She can play at All of Exile in an hour and a half. Also, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of songs on that album. If, if it says that, then I'm thinking I better be there at 7. Yeah. That's, yes. We were there. Right. Yeah. We were not there at seven because we saw there was an opening act. So that's why we were, we rolled in at a cash seven forty five. Who was the opener? Blonde Shell. Have you heard of Blonde mm-hmm. Shell? No. She's kind of nineties riot girlish. Was everyone annoyed? Everyone was at just yawning. I mean, like everyone was like our age. Just, like, that's the other thing. Her fan base is too yeah. old for a and nine. And then there was this neurotic show. guy walking out in and out of our row, and I almost I just at one point went, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just got to be, like, too much. And it just, that's what it is. It was it was nipping at my heels as something to mention because it just felt like she sounded great. She's better when she's performing with a guitar. She did some sign language at one point that didn't land for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for those it did land with, it landed hard. I mean, but... But she's better when she's got that How guitar. How did she incorporate the sign language? Well, she put the guitar down and it was just like, I forgot what song it was, but it, like I'm making the dove thing, fluttering yeah. dove with my mm-hmm. hands, but it was like, oh, sorry. I forgot what song it was, but it was like, put it into the fire and let it go. But it was like, fire, let it go. And it was wow. like, talk about putting on the ritz oh or God. putting on the hits. That was so good. It was like, I'll look up what song it was, but it was like, I, it was it was all, it was like sign language, but is that literal sign language or is this a choreographed? And she know. only did that for one for song. For one song, so when she I... thinks there's someone in the audience that was just hating the whole show until the one song. Yeah, and she did those birds with those her hand thumbs. gestures. And that was it. I, I like that you brought that up because I it takes a lot for me to go to see live music these days from working in the indie venue scene and having to sit through like the humble geniuses on stage and you know you shouldn't have even paid to come see us sort of things that would go Heck. really late i hate it um <laughs> but you know when i love a band and it's near me i it happened recently brian jonestown massacre oh. played at pappy and harriet's oh. and that's near me and it was an outside show and i had yet to see music at the venue and the the door said seven the band, the opening band started at seven twenty. Great. Brian Jonestown Massacre was on by eight. Beautiful. And it was before the time change, so it was still kind of you know sun was setting and around the mountains. It was great. Brian, we left a few songs early because we were old and standing, and you know <laughs> what it is. And they have thirty albums, so you'd never know mm-hmm. how long the show's going to go for. <laughs> but it was wonderful. Yeah. And. 
I had the time of my life, and since it was standing and outside, anyone that I was uncomfortable standing next to, I just moved so, around. Wait, who's in the band now? Is it just, like, what's his name, Anton? Anton and uh, Joel? Joel is still... Joel's still playing still tambourine? Playing tambourine. Has a... Wait, Joel's a, still there? Yeah. Because I saw them... He's got a book after, coming out, too. I saw them at the Knitting Factory. Uh, I've seen... And everyone had left. It was just like Anton and someone else. And then he kicked someone in the head with his boot. <laughs> there was a few arguments, but uh, <laughs> the one thing it's I do like... remember is one of the n- newer members for me yeah. was like, hey, I need my guitar louder. He's like, and he gets in the mic. He's like, Cause louder's better, right, audience? And then Anton like takes some long drag of a cigarette. And he's like, no, motherfucker, better is better. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, of course. What was that documentary about them? Dig. Dig. Dig yeah, that was pretty good. Do you know them, Tony? No. I'm yeah. I'm familiar, but... Yeah. You should watch Dig, though. No, I've, I've seen Oh, okay, that. cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, make you feel a certain way about Brian Jonestown Massacre and a certain way about the, the Dandy Whorls. The, mm-hmm. uh, yes. The, the show in that documentary where... Uh, What's his name? Johnny Hollywood or Matt? Matt, Matt Hollywood. Hollywood yeah. It's been a while. Uh, sure. Matt Hollywood like quits the band. <laughs> uh, that was my introduction. I was at that show. Oh wow! And I had no knowledge of the band, so we're sitting there. It was at the Dragonfly, <laughs> and <laughs> and it was like such a. It was like an event. It was like so they were just playing an event. It wasn't like their show. Yeah. And you know the the whole spectacle is just something because you've got like. Joel, who his whole role in the band is just to stand there bored, playing the tambourine in front of the band. Yes, um, and then you have this thing where you know Anton comes over and like takes the microphone and then kicks the guy. I mean, we thought it was like performance art, and I was like, I love these guys. And then I see the documentary, and it was all real. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, no one cares. Is it? I do. Five people out there care about this. <laughs> all right. So, but Rob really cares. I really. Your do. brother yeah. and onions. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. We don't have that much time left. So here's the options of how we can spend our time. We can share a product we like in my new segment. It's either podcast picks from podcast. Nope. Product picks from podcast guests or podcast pals product picks. (laughs) Or we could do just me or everyone if you guys have any. Or we could do, hey, go fuck yourself if you have any. Or we can talk about how Elf might be a cult. And what was the other one that might be a cult? Erwan. Erwan. Yeah. What What are you guys feeling? We haven't read the article for that, so we don't know. It's in New York Magazine. In the New York Magazine. No, but I mean, Robin and Rob could fill us in on those. I could be really quick on my product pick and, hey, go fuck yourself. Or I can just choose one. No, do both, please. Okay. Okay, hang so, on. So, give us the rules. For The rule is just tell me a product that you're into and okay. why you like it. And Robin, I'm putting you on the spot now. Yeah. I need, Tony, eventually I will farm this out to you. I need like a theme song to introduce this. Yeah, yeah. Could you just whip yeah. something up? Um, the name of the segment is... Well, are we going with... Pals. Wait, are we going with Podcast Pals Product Picks? I think we're going to have to. Yeah. Podcast Pals Product Picks. <laughs> I like that. No. Or it could be like Podcast Pals Product Picks. Ooh, I like uh, that too. Because the sound bath thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What were you going to say, Daniel? Or it could it? be like uh, Quack. <laughs> 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 Just Product Picks. <laughs> 
also great. Thank you for these three. Just want to give you some variety. Some options, or, yes. Um, who did I do an impersonation of that didn't sound terrible like 10 minutes Frasier. ago? Frazier. Oh, yeah. Podcast Pals product picks. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Okay. The product, it, I succumbed to the TikTok shop when, mm. for buying this, but it's also on like Amazon. So if you have an Amazon storefront. I, do I ever? Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. There's even a whole section for PPPP. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anchor, the brand Anchor has a phone charger, like a portable phone charger that, you know, does the magnet connection to an iPhone Mm -hmm. that also has like a little stand on it. So now... I saw this today. When when you turn your phone, the new iPhone update, when you turn sideways, it looks like an old school alarm, alarm clock. And... You don't like. I hate charging my phone overnight because mm-hmm. then if I go to grab it and I knock something off my bedside table. Anyway, this I just magnetize it, turn it sideways, and I plug into the actual thing and not my phone, and then I can just pick my phone up. Uh, I literally saw an ad for this today, and I was like, "This looks." Is it the one that it's kind of like like it's got a thing on the bottom and then it's kind of elevated? Yeah. So you could actually use it as like a well, mine. It's like you could it's, film with it, right? Well, it's like uh, you know, the like I have this wallet that attaches to the back, Neat. so it attaches like this, mm-hmm. but it also has like a little stand that comes right. Out, so yeah, yeah. Nice. Now, can do you have to have a special phone that can do that kind of charging? I think the induction any of charging the, or the last few oh, versions. I'm out. <laughs> I think the last like four iPhones have okay. been able to do that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. PPPP, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Does anyone else have one? You don't. I have yes, one. yes. Uh, if you live, if you sleep in a bed with somebody who snores, mm. <clears throat> it's in a bit of an investment. I got it as a Hanukkah gift last year, but it's changed my life. I am all ears. The Bose Sleep Buds. Oh, I've seen these. Oh. Incredible. I've I've never. I've never been so in love with one product. I'm not somebody who's like, oh my God, I must have the AB. I don't care. This is like, I would die if I didn't have these in my ears. Is this the purpose of the product or are you, uh, is this like an off label? No. What do you mean? Has the FDA approved these for sleeping with us? Are are these just like earbuds for listening to music and you're using them for this? Or is this a... The typical Apple earbud you can't sleep on. It's not comfortable. So these are comfortable. These just fit right into your ears and you can sleep on them. They don't advertise them as for people who sleep with snorers though? No. And it's the noise cancellation, the way it's built is perfect. I don't know. It's so okay, because so I they see, are like a headphone type thing, but you yeah, can but you also can only them. get sleep. You can only get sort of white noise through it. Okay, so it is meant for sleeping. It's only for sleeping. Okay, cool. Because I currently use uh, earplugs. Yeah, but this works better for you. Yeah, the have, did you try earplugs? Oh, for years. And how did that work for you? It was it, it, it wasn't it, enough. It, right? it just wasn't enough. And this really cancels. This it out. This really cancels it out. I can't hear. Here's the thing. Is it unsafe to a certain extent because you can't hear anything? Yeah, but ostensibly, but the reason not getting enough sleep is also unsafe. Right. So there have been times when like the fire alarm starts chirping at night, and like I'll he'll have to like really wake me up because oh, I can't hear it. Well. Oh wow! Yeah. Do they like modulate to the sound in the room? No, I don't think so. And you can make it a lot louder, but there's like a message on it that is like, if you want to go this mm-hmm. loud, like you're gonna be. Is it an app? Is that how you control yeah, it? Yeah, through an app. It's 
I'm gonna have to get Maybe it. So worth the money. Go. It is so worth the money. Yeah. Um. By the way, I think I feel like Elliot is right on the cusp of figuring Santa out. He has this Aww. app on his uh, iPad where it's like a a fortune teller and you have to think of a person place or thing or whatever and then it asks yes yes or no questions and then he'll guess what it is he loves this thing um it is pretty impressive it's pretty neat yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's really good it is and it can be very specific and uh so he was thinking of santa and and the question no 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 is this person real and it's not just yes or no answers it's like probably or i don't know and he was like probably like he did and the, the, the hesitation there told me yeah he's, he's having yeah. He's and then he goes uh yeah probably it probably real <laughs> like he's not ready but yeah. he knows because i mean he's putting it together he knows that the ubby fairy isn't real that's the past fire fairy um, he knows that uh the burbank, the burbank witch. witch is not real <laughs> <laughs> i thought about the burbank witch on my way here yeah, you did yeah i was thinking of where she would go <laughs> You know what? The funny thing about the Burbank witch, though, is that he, she, he thought she was real, and now he knows she's not real. But then he'll find out that she is real because there is a store down the street for Burbank witches. Ah. Hmm. This will never happen. There's not going to be a store for people who think they're Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. The so, lore of the Burbank which is a little bit more uh, fantastical. Yes. It can like, bring it back to reality. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, we've been using Santa pretty hardcore lately as a behavioral tactic as a behavioral uh, it doesn't oh, work yeah. very well though our, you know why you are in the future you well, know what no it's more it's that elliot cares a lot like about being good so he doesn't really need this even though he's asked us a thousand times do you think i'm on the good list do you think i'm on the Aww. good list but then owen does not give a fuck and he's the one where we're like you know this was this the is kid the time who wanted, of year that santa's watching this is the kid who wanted cabbage and a wheel of cheese for christmas last year and then <laughs> oh my God. and then what does he want this year uh uh you said last week i know it something was really grapes. funny was it grapes yeah. Yeah. he wants oh grapes <laughs> and when he found out well oh, if you're no. if you're on the naughty list yeah. you get coal and he asked elliot what coal was he said a black rock and then he was like ooh and so he, he that's rocks. what he wants that's funny. And so then I, the other day, was like, I looked into it, and it, <laughs> and it turns out he doesn't give out coal anymore because people don't use coal anymore. Oh. He gives out nothing. Oh. And he was That's like, not mm, satisfying enough. I don't feel like he's, I think he might be fine with that too, honestly. He gives out chores. <laughs> gives out chores. I, I just don't know. I don't know. Should, I know, we, you should s- we introduce religion? You said to him, you were like, Cause you might not, you know, if 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 you're if you don't listen to people, then you know, I, you know you might not get any presents. How would you feel about that? And I knew that it, you were genuinely asking, like you were genuinely trying to see what we're working with here. Yeah. Like, does he care? Do, right. I was. Yeah. I have stinks. also. I have been in order to make this more real. I have told them that one year I was naughty and got. You know, nothing. And it really stunk. And I thought that would give it like legitimacy. And I feel like that just like that actually just makes it okay. Like, oh, what well, happened to daddy? No, I told him how upset I was. And uh, nothing We're seems to matter. This kid is just children. completely. Unshakable. Unshakable. I mean, he's going to be a CEO or something. <laughs> that's what Todd Cooper said. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. oh. I think, well, who knows? That or just living at home his whole life, probably more like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> taking over the pod cabin 
Yes. Listen, put a bunk bed in here. If you if you could not ever have to work and just mooch off your parents for the rest of your life, and that like the downside of that wasn't a downside to you, wouldn't right. you? Right, right, right. <laughs> I think we've all dated people like that. Yes. Well. Yes, Not really. Yes, but. we've all dated people like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what we're, we're working with here. <laughs> Please, uh, we Owen's have gonna no be tools. like Owen's I'm, gonna be like a doctor. I'm just saying we have no tools as parents. We are we are completely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I feel like it's time to wrap this one up. Unless anyone has any last minute things that they, I can quickly tell you oh, the yeah, elf yeah. thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We and we had a hey, go fuck yourself. Well, my Hago figures might be a little mean, but I'll say it quickly. Um, the the thing I heard about Elf is that like they are actually using documents from Nexium to sell their products. Smart in marketing tactics. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know smart. That, wait, I didn't know that Nexium had marketing tactics or their the marketing tactics to get people to use by not. I mean to, to join. join. Yeah. yeah. So they're wow. using like PDFs and stuff from that. But I you now I haven't vetted all the research on that. Everyone. And but, how did you hear this? Uh, the internet. Okay, well, they're never Sarah wrong. Edmondson no, not Sarah. at all. I know, I should find out. Or conflicting in their messaging at all. Yeah. Um, and so that was, you know, the Hey Go Fuck Yourself is, you know, I've been hearing this a lot lately on shows that I've listened to, so it's not any one single thing, but like, as a podcaster, I'm very frustrated when I hear guests say that have been on my show as well, uh, will say things like, oh, I'll guest on a show, but I'll never listen to a podcast. And I am... Mm. always a little bit just like cool thanks <laughs> wait who says that i just have heard have it you on, heard I, it on my show because i feel like there was a recent discussion where it was like people talk like i think that i also said though i don't spend a ton of time listening to shows because i can't it's not that i can't necessary. listen as um it's almost when oh, someone like a listener. Is, well, it's not that. And I don't think I heard it on your show. Okay, great. Uh, but what I have heard on shows like mine and guests that I've had, like they'll they'll just flat out be like, I'm not a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. okay. But I don't know what to say to that. I'm going right. to tell you right. something, Vanderpump Robs. This is an occupational hazard. And it's when people are interested in what you do, they somehow find a way to neg you too. So <sighs> I can't tell you. I would say 98% of the time, if people ask me what I do and I tell them I'm a TV writer, their first response is, I don't watch TV. What? And uh-huh. yeah, a lot of times, like a lot of so that's times, I don't have a TV or I didn't grow up with a TV. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, end of conversation. We don't yeah, have to talk about it. Yeah. I'm fine not talking that's about it. That's kind of why it's writer. like a so-so go fuck yourself. Right. But it is one yeah. of those things where I'm just like. It's just some weird, sometimes it's just a weird response. It's like a weird defensive response maybe. And then do they just, do you say what podcast you listen to and then they say it or do they just kind of like offer it up? Well, like sometimes I will hear it on shows that I listen oh, I to, see. and I'll be like, "Like n- noted, not needed." Yeah, right? <laughs> like, and and it is one of those things. Where it's like, what, what are we doing here? Right. But you know, noted, it, not needed is something I'm going to say all the time now. It, take it, take and, it with it. Thank you. That's, you can add that and 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 to your PPP. Maybe that's instead of like when I don't feel comfortable doing a hey go fuck yourself. It's a noted, not needed. Yeah, there you go. No, not needed. Oh, I thought no, no. I was, I was pointing. You. I was, I was thinking. Could you do noted, not needed in the way that sounds like, hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Um, like 
no did not need it like that like no did not wait how does it go tony play it please hey hey oh. hey go fuck yourself noted 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 not needed <laughs> so good oh my god you guys this was too much fun um robin yes any plugs just, you know, I'm not on Instagram as much right now, but I'm checking in from time to time. I'm not as active right now, but I'm at Robin Shore, R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. And I'll get back to making funny things to put up there. Wonderful. Rob? Yes. Um, people can find me on Instagram at uh, Vanderpump Robs or Rob K. Schulte. And you could listen to Vanderpump Robs wherever Award you get winning. Award winning podcast. Wow. And at this point... Award nominated for best for or outstanding foreign series. I'm up against today explained. Let's huh. hope I win. Huh. Um, I think you got him. And uh, yeah, that's Vanderpump Robs. And everyone at this table except for Tony has been on an episode. Tony, you're welcome anytime. You know how much I watch that show. I know. Loves it. it ruined his entire 2023. <laughs> uh, Daniel? Well, I was recently on an episode uh, talking about Winter House, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, that show is pretty crazy. Um, but uh, otherwise, I don't know. Instagram, Daniel Quantz, whatever. <laughs> Tony? Uh, yeah, just uh, Instagram. Tony Thaxton. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. Motion City Soundtrack will be back on tour in January. Nice. Follow me on social media at Alice Rosen on Twitter, Instagram, the Allison Rosen on TikTok, excuse me, YouTube. Doc- <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> it's all okay. YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen as well. Oh, I, I had iTunes reviews queued up. We'll do that. We'll get to them next time. Leave your iTunes reviews. Please click five stars. Merch store. Uh, newsletter, Patreon, Childish, my show with Todd. All of this you can get to in my link tree, which I've decided instead of listing everything, I'm just going to send them to my link tree. But what it really means is I will list everything and then also send them to my <laughs> link tree and explain that I've decided I'm going to do that from now on. Go to Instagram. It's in my bio. My link tree is in my bio. Or just type, you know... <laughs> Wow, it, it like tripled the length. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know why? Because Linktree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. And I don't know. Quadrupled. To... <laughs> should I say that slash Allison Rosen or do I just say go to my Linktree? Sounds like a conversation for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this has been so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? time